That is exactly right. And that is the biggest stealth tax that folks are not planning for. Welcome to Her Wealth Matters. If you want to take control of your financial life, then listen up. Our goal is to empower women and their families to conquer any financial challenges on the road to and through retirement. It's time for Her Wealth Matters with financial planner Janine Theus. I actually had one client say, she said, I would never have thought of these things. I go, well, that's the value of an advisor. And here's your host, Walter Storholt. Janine, we're talking about predictable income because I think in today's world, given all the volatility and uncertainty that we have faced with the coronavirus over the last couple of months, why not? Who wouldn't want something predictable in their lives just to kind of take away some of the stress, right? Well, you know, that's what a lot of salespeople are pitching is predictability, safe money. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you want to get there. But my caution to everyone is don't get sold a product out of fear. Because if you're selling out of your portfolio to get into annuity, and I'm not opposed to annuities, but if you're doing that, you're selling at a low point. So you're not going to have the rise in an annuity that you would be having in a portfolio when the market uh, decides to come roaring Hmm. back. So you've got to be a little careful about what we consider predictable or what we consider safe. Okay. Well, let's walk down that road a little bit then. What are some of the retirement income sources that people might view as predictable, but really aren't completely predictable? And so that that kind of message of warning that you're giving out, what would be some examples of what fits into that? Okay. So if you happen to be a, you, you like being a landlord, there's rental income, but you have to be prepared with the cash on hand to pay bills, et cetera, if the property goes unrented for a while because that can be a great big sucking sound into your cash on hand or, you know, other portfolio monies if you don't have it when you need it. And so it works out very well if you've planned it well, but even things you've planned can go awry, as we know. Variable annuities, variable annuities are in the market. So depending on how it is structured, you are basically at the whim of the market when it goes down because variable annuities contain mutual funds, which are in the market. So you can reduce the lifetime um, income, you know, to zero, depending on what the market does. So it's going to depend what the writers are on that annuity. And you really have to read that fine print. Then everybody knows bonds. Everybody thinks about bonds as being very safe. Companies bonds, government bonds. Government bonds are not going to be called per se, but right now government bonds aren't earning a lot because the Fed took the rates to zero. And so company bonds are actually doing a little bit better. Sometimes those are called fixed income, but you can't just rely on those because interest rate changes automatically affects the prices and you don't want to be just in bonds because you'll go broke safely over the long term. So and that's I a lot of, lot of different sources there. Though. A lot of different I mean, sources. So. Yeah. And I, I do have a lot of people that come in and talk about, oh, this stock has a great dividend. I said, well, let's actually do the math. Is the dividend something you can live on? And what controls the dividends? A lot of people don't know that. It's the board of the company. So they can also decide not to distribute dividends. So you have to really look at how you are structured and what your intention is for the portfolio. If it is to provide you income over the next 20 to 30 years, you're going to have to rethink that structure so that you have equity exposure and then rethink how that is going to be diversified so you can mitigate risk. A big deal. 
And I would encourage folks, yeah, I would encourage folks that don't really understand this or get confused by it to give our office a call at 833-HER-PLAN, 833-437-7526, because this is something we go through with you. We want you to understand it so you will make good decisions and you will actually implement the plan. Again, that number is 833-HER-PLAN, 833-437-7526. If you want to get in touch, Janine can help walk you through, similar to the conversation that we're going to have on today's show, but of course in a customized way, talking about your situation rather than just the generals that we're able to get to here on the show. 833-HER-PLAN or 833 833- 437-7526 is the number. Now, Janine, I hear the word guaranteed thrown around a lot, and you mentioned it on you know other radio shows. We'll mention the word, you know, you got to get that guaranteed income, guarantee, 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 and it's like, you know, sounds amazing, but is there really such a thing as guaranteed income in retirement? Maybe the well, question is really guaranteed by whom? Exactly. So guaranteed, if you purchase a guarantee, you must understand that you are giving up return because a guarantee by necessity, usually guaranteed by an insurance company, because all insurance companies are the ones who, not all insurance companies, but many insurance companies are the companies that build these annuities. And so in order for you to have that guarantee, there have to be some restrictions put on how much you can earn in the contract, how the contract operates, what are the parameters under which you can do a withdrawal, etc. Because you can't really have a guarantee without some kind of negotiation of what that income is going to be. For example, if you came to me and said, I'd like you to guarantee X number of um, dollars per month, then I would have to put some pretty stiff stipulations on you know, what we're doing with the money and how we can absolutely guarantee. You know, when it comes down to it, the paying capability of the company, the reputation, the A-plus a rating, A-plus a+ rating is really going to guarantee if they can actually, again, guarantee whether they can actually do that, what they're saying. I think examples might be a really helpful direction to head in here, Janine. Can you give us maybe an example of a time when you saw somebody who didn't establish enough predictable income, maybe relied a bit too heavily on the stock market and things didn't go well from them? Could be a recent <laughs> example given the coronavirus situation, perhaps. <laughs> well, this happened a lot back in 2008 because nobody saw that crash coming. Well, a few people did, but it was a little bit too late by the time everyone else saw it. But if you're relying too much on the stock market to give you that income in retirement, well, when you have that tremendous drop, you have not planned for the out years because the market is volatile. So you really haven't thought through what a predictable or what any kind of income is going to be and how you're going to take it. And, and that's what I see a lot when folks come in with portfolios and the question and answer that ensues is, how do you take the income from this type of portfolio? And most people do not understand how to do that. So I think that's something. There's a big lack of understanding to a lot of this. Right. Because this gets complicated. When you're in saving mode and accumulation mode, let's say, all your working life, well, you're putting money into the market and you know, you're earning on your earnings and capital gains and et cetera. You've got some compounding that's occurring. But once you get into retirement, taking an income stream from a portfolio is a whole different ballgame. And most people have not calculated the risk that they're going to face. Sequence of returns risk, portfolio risk, you know, just the, the market risk. They haven't been able to get their arms around that. 
because they don't see it and no one's, you know, going through those numbers with them. I think it's just really interesting to look at the different ways that you can structure a financial or retirement plan. And too much of anything in life is is not a good thing, right? We have to, everything in moderation. That may be ultimately be the story of talking about predictable income as well. Because even if you do establish some predictable income streams, Janine, I mean, you mentioned that you're giving up the return in many cases. So what do you do if inflation you know, decreases the buying power of your income, you know, in inflation goes up and now what was worth this, you know, $3 for milk today becomes $6 in the future. Well, if that predictable income is predictably low, all of the sudden, you're doing just as much hurt as if you'd been stuck in the volatility world. That is exactly right. And that is the biggest stealth tax that folks are not planning for is inflation. And as an example, if you think a million dollars is a lot, to many, most of us is a million dollars. But if I go out 20 years with the inflation rate at about 3% annually, if that's the annual rate for many, many years, my million dollars is worth in purchasing power about half. So it's $500,000. If I don't have a plan to offset inflation and then whatever the taxes are going to be, I'm basically going to run out of money because my withdrawal rate is going to have to change or I'm going to have to work longer. And so how are you running those numbers for yourself? How are you trying to calculate this problem out? Most people aren't really doing that. Now, we have a lot of people that are really good with spreadsheets and you can do it with spreadsheets, but then there are a lot of other factors that occur that you don't factor into the spreadsheet. Yeah, you got to be careful with those spreadsheets. You uh, mess, <laughs> mess up one cell, you get in big trouble. So. <laughs> That's a big one to remember. But you know, life happens. Life, life right. events can, can kind of mess up your spreadsheet. So, you know, typically when clients come in and we go through what they're trying to do and what the income is going to look like if they stop at 60, they stop at 62. Now, in fact, I've had a couple of clients that were forced to quit work at 62 because of a disability issue. That, that changes your entire retirement plan. And if we can show how they will be okay, that the income can be reliable and somewhat predictable because you can't, you can't account for all of life's events, those folks go away with a peace of mind that they didn't have before. So there is a way to do this. We, we do it all the time for our clients. And if folks are wondering how they can get this kind of peace of mind, I would encourage them to call the office. You've been listening to the Her Wealth Matters podcast. If you have any questions at all about retirement or financial planning, give Janine a call at 833-437-7526 or go online to herwealthmatters.com. For Janine Theus, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time on the Her Wealth Matters podcast. The Her Wealth Matters podcast is brought to you by Theus Wealth Advisors, based in Columbia, Maryland, serving Howard County and beyond. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app and never miss an episode. Just search for Her Wealth Matters to find us. You can also visit HerWealthMatters.com for subscribe links to contact Janine Theus and to learn more information about how to best prepare for your financial future. It's HerWealthMatters.com. Thanks for listening to today's show. Did you know that Janine Theus also has a radio show? Tune in to Her Wealth Matters, Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 680 WCBM. 
information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.